0: previously on those were the days like i got this one because it's shaped like a kangaroo
1: well i haven't learned anything since 1992 in botswana which of course made me think of Ernest. there ain't no trees in botswana (laughs) yeah a little bit's changed
2: since that game came out
0: and they show up with suitcases
2: point out guinea basal vile organization the villainous international league of evil
0: May and karma go way back
2: steven wins the belt this week
1: Europe was wild in the early '90s.
0: And the show hit the button.
1: I just stole George Washington's teeth, and you'll never catch me. There's no way. I'm going to a place famous for hockey, maple syrup, and nice people.
2: Those were the days, as filmed before a live internet
1: audience. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the internet, it's time for Those Were the Days. Appearing in no particular order, we have Amy.
0: All right, so this is like a little spoiler for the discussion, but I have never seen American Gladiators, but I do have four nephews and a trampoline, so I feel like I'd seen American Gladiators.
2: (laughs) Next up, we have returning champion, Audie. Do you have what it takes to be an American Gladiator? Are you ultra physically fit? Like, to the point where people wonder if you just live at the gym all day long working out or and or take certain muscle-producing, we'll call them vitamins? Are you ready to wear a ridiculous-looking <laughs> red-white-blue uniform, one that's bound to expose part of your body that's not supposed to sometimes legally be exposed, especially on TV? Are you ready to be able to physically destroy people who signed a waiver so they could be on TV and try and challenge you in all kinds of physical games and obstacles? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then welcome to the executioners. I mean, gladiators, American gladiators. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, gladiator Travis.
3: All right, so I'm going to be kind of a nice guy, but then I'm going to get really mean and then I'll be nice again. And then I'll go mean again because that's a personality trait that I'm just going to give up on like partway through this season. (laughs) (laughs)
2: These
1: competitors will go up against the greatest display of American athleticism in the history of network television American Gladiators That's right, everybody Tonight we are talking about late 80s, early 90s competition show Maybe the godfather of all athletic competition shows The American Gladiators I don't know if there was a Canadian Gladiators Or a UK Gladiators Or a Brazilian Gladiators but what I can tell you is I know that there are not enough mullets in the world uh, to keep up with American gladiators. Because this was a display of a time period that I just... I can I can smell it. Can you guys smell <laughs> the 90s when you, you know, watch like, this show? You know,
0: like, um, when you're a kid, and then, like, sometimes in gym class they would pull out the mats, you know? Yes. And they'd be kind of musty mm-hmm. from being in that closet, and also kind of sweaty because kids are gross. I mean, that was the impression I got. Yeah, no,
1: the, the, <laughs> this you
3: this show this show smelled like gym mats and brute cologne.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and fresh two by fours from Home Depot, which they put together <laughs> yes. like five seconds before the competition. Yes,
1: yes, I could smell like my dad's pickup truck in the smoking section of the Mexican restaurant we used to eat at <laughs> when I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> like that's. Everything about this—it's like there's there's like a, a a slight sepia tone haze to all of my memories back then because everything was made of wood, uh, wood paneling <laughs> and shaggy more than shaggy than it needed to be carpet. Yes. You know, it's like the, <laughs> the, the the early '90s, late '80s was like the '70s left over a few things and they were just phasing out still, um, including mustaches that was still around. Oh yeah, for a lot of people, you yep. know. Uh, our age, who were coming of our age in the in the early 90s, they were like, I always had a mustache since I was a kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, this show, ladies and gentlemen, American Gladys, if you're unfamiliar with it, it was a sitcom, not sitcom, jeez, syndication <laughs> was the word I was looking for. I mean, uh, it's kind of a sitcom, <laughs> if you watch it with the right... Frame of, frame of mind. Uh, aired from September 1989 to May 1996. And that was my first surprise. I was not aware that it was on TV for that long because I remember mostly that maybe the 89 to 93 era sure. mm-hmm. uh, of the show. But before I get too far into all of the things about the show, Let's let's learn from you guys what your history with American Gladiators is. Amy, I'm going to let you go first since you already kind of yeah, let us did do spoil it. it. I've intro. never
0: seen – I mean, obviously, I'm familiar with American Gladiators. Like, in a pub trivia situation, I probably could have <laughs> named some. And probably gotten close, you know what I mean? Um, But I did have four nephews, um, the oldest of which was born when I was eight, and they lived with us off and on. So it it was like a round, and that was the overwhelming feeling I got from a lot of these events. It was like, all right, listen, we're in the backyard. We've got two wiffle bats and a balance beam, and let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not super big on the, on the, like, fight, like, I wasn't into wrestling either, um, not till I was in my 30s and discovered Japanese Ninja Warrior was I into any sort of, like, physical competition show, uh, yeah, so this was, this was new ground for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, America, I feel like American Ninja, though, Japanese Ninja way, you know, it came before American Ninja, but, and way better. But American Ninja definitely owes some of its DNA to the way American Gladiators was done, uh, for sure. Uh, Travis, how about you? Uh, So I remember
3: this show quite well and quite fondly. It played here Sundays before NFL games would start. And so (laughs) being a house where my dad would watch NFL, I'd watch that with him. We would often watch American Gladiators rolling into the NFL Sunday stuff, kind of starting off. And so... Because of that and because of sort of growing up in a sports house, I knew Joe Theismann already when I started watching this. I knew Larry Zonka, who was a co-host later on. Um, I knew Mike Adamley from this show. So then when he popped up later on in pro wrestling doing announcing, I was like, I know that guy. I've heard that voice before. But this was a show that was just it was the the it's like pro wrestling, but without the script.
2: Mm. <laughs> and yes. I kind of
3: enjoyed that Like I just really I really liked seeing Just all the competition and just watching people Get blown
2: up by these gladiators Because it <laughs> happened a lot
1: <laughs> Yes, yes it did Adi, how about you?
2: Yeah, I definitely remember watching it It's, it's weird watching the particular episode You chose for us because it was like in the first season And I realized how much I watched it more in the second season And after when they got a lot more Of a production budget and how many of the events were way different and more well constructed and how the lighting was better and everything like it's funny doing the show and going back to shows like this where you couldn't just go back and watch season 1 if you sure. didn't watch it when it first came out you know you know some stuff like this it just didn't get reruns all the time like other shows or if they did it was like one in the morning but um mm-hmm. yeah i remember watching american gladiators loving it Always being like, oh, man, you could have shot that. Come on. Just raise that up just a little bit more. You could have gotten a gladiator. Come on.
1: Oh, yeah. This is one of the shows where you're sitting in your living room and your dad is convinced that he could crush this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? You're, you're just And, I mean, me too. I'm sitting there like, I could probably do assault. That's not, you know, that's mm-hmm. not that hard. I mean, you're just running and shooting a gun at the target. You yeah. know, which I question the accuracy of the pneumatic weaponry that they were using for that competition. There's no way. You ever,
0: you ever been to the carnival, right? And they got the one is like the little <laughs> clowns, and you got to shoot the ball out of uh, and knock yeah. so many over so you can get the stuffed animal? I feel like that's the level. That's probably what it was, actually. They probably yeah. got it. Oh, from, they
1: just got um, secondhand uh, carnival yeah. gear, and they yeah. were uh, using that. <laughs> It did It did feel like that in the first season, and I, I got to admit, too, Adi, I was a little bit shocked about, about the production value, because I remember this being a uh, thing, like an arena level, right? and some of that I could wonder, is that is that my six-year-old self? Because I only tried to watch this one episode, and, and disclaimer for the listeners, I could only watch <laughs> half of the episode I chose because reasons. I don't know why, but it kept failing every time it got about the half-hour mark. So... Uh, that's why we have four people here, because all of these won't fun. Mm-hmm. People watch the whole thing and may be able to fill us in, or I can't. Um, but fun fact about the first season, the episodes were shot in an equestrian center. So the gladiators and contestants would often complain of the smell of manure uh, all <laughs> around the place. Because equestrian means horse, uh, for some of you may not know uh, what's going on here. But yeah, there was manure... Smell everywhere, and I can only imagine that manure and sweat and mm-hmm. testosterone <laughs> it was just intense. It was intense. <laughs> uh, but this, uh, this, uh, there's a few fun facts about the first season. So the equestrian center was one. Another one was that the original idea of American Gladiators, as it was dreamed up, was that the competitors who won the first round of, of American Gladiators would go on to become gladiators themselves. Uh, this idea was not thought through very yeah. well. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they entered, but they they pitched it as that was what was going to happen, and then they just did not implement that plan. Uh, <laughs> after nope. after uh, I think it was Tracy Phillips was our was our first competitor uh, or our female competitor in this that won, and Brian Hudson won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they determined that neither of them had the build to be American gladiators and that mm. that is definitely true. Brian Hudson, uh, bless him, he was he was great, but he was no nitro, you know, yeah. Some No, lack but of steroids.
3: I will say this. So I my memory of this show was it was like accountants and bookkeepers that were that were that had no business <laughs> sure. doing an athletic show. And they weren't. Like the the two the two guys that made the the final here both had you know, NFL tryouts. Mm-hmm. So
0: that was my alternate, that was my alternate intro. Um, but it is very localized because it was that one of the contestants had tried out for the Patriots and that was very yep. exciting, except that it was mm-hmm. the 80s Patriots. Right. So that's a very like, local <laughs> joke. Um, yeah, one yeah. of the, the other female contestant, Nancy, uh, Nancy Petito, is from Wakefield, mm-hmm. Massachusetts. So of course I had to go like local girl, had to go. It's like twenty minutes from where I grew up. I had to go look her up. She's a dental hygienist. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. Me, I, <laughs> yeah. I missed
3: the beginning of the show where they mentioned she was from Wakefield, Massachusetts. But then yeah. she started talking.
2: And I oh like, yeah, no, Jesus. there was no yes. Massachusetts. If you hadn't yep. known, mm-hmm. yeah, it no, was funny I was though. Like, oh I, god, <laughs> I made notes of everybody's occupations too. Like Brian Hudson was a buyer. Of something. <laughs> I'm, That's all they I'm say. Importer exporter. And and Craig <laughs> Craig was a credit analyst of something. Tracy right. was an apartment manager, and Nancy apparently at the time was a housewife.
0: Yeah. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah. Well good well, for now, you, Nancy. hygienist. Mm-hmm. Well that was hygienist. a big thing in the in the eighties and nineties was the daytime TV like the the like, definitely go back to school and become a dental hygienist. I remember those commercials from those oh, yeah. days very clearly. <laughs> oh
2: man. I do in too. In between the lawyers that you needed to hire for something. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to go
1: back to the Sally Struthers commercial where they list off all the things. TV, VCR repair. <laughs> yep. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> oh my or gosh. Get all your right. degree.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Look, I mean, you Or your GED. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's plenty of options. That list was long, and she read every one of them like a boss. Uh, that's That was my one memory of Sally Strokes. I know she's famous for being an all in the family and stuff when she was young, but to me, she's the lady who reads the occupations on the mm-hmm. cover. Oh, yeah. That's our generation. That's who she was. She, oh, yeah. That's who yeah. she is to us. Uh, so Brian Hudson eventually wins this this round. Uh, fun fact, they couldn't have him as a uh, gladiator anyway because he was indeed uh, pulled into the NFL to play for the Patriots. So that's what he ended up doing. Uh, with um, with Tracy, she just didn't have the build for being an American Gladiator. And let's yeah. talk about the builds of the American Gladiators. First of all, American Gladiators that were featured on this episode. Nitro, mm-hmm. uh, who was listed as being, his ego was bigger than he was. Uh, yeah. Gemini. Malibu. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, God. you he Just imagine so in your head what Malibu this Malibu looks smells like, like, and coconut. you're right.
0: He absolutely smells he just like coconut. He just smells like banana boat coconut tanning and, oil. And
2: okay. I'm going to correct Stephen. Like, Whatever you're thinking of in your he- head, imagine that hair bigger and bigger. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, he yeah, is the He is
3: the personification of the word Malibu, is <laughs> that <laughs> so man. So and, his, and his name is Darren McBee. And like he was only on this one season. Yeah. Of yeah. American Gladiators. But he is uh, just which he, makes
0: me glad that we watched this one because he was great. So <laughs> yes.
3: it, okay, in when they did the human cannonball, if you noticed he was the last gladiator in human cannonball. And by the time mm-hmm. Craig goes uh for Human Cannonball, he just gave up. Like he was he was yeah. off the pedestal before dude hit there. And yeah, there's like, a oh. reason for that. And that's because if you if you were listening, they mentioned a few times how they changed the rules in Human Cannonball. So you had to come in Mm -hmm. in a full tucked position. And that is because of the video that I showed you a couple of weeks ago where early on in the prelims, you could go in and straighten your legs and Malibu got destroyed by somebody (laughs) kicking him in the forehead. And he flew through the air gracefully like a swan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And after that, I don't think he wanted, he didn't
3: want anything to do with human cannonball. He was just like, nope, I'm just going to stand off to the side, glancing blow. I'm out.
1: I'm out. Because he totally yeah. gave up, and it was great. <laughs> this game sucks. Uh, and then uh, on the female gladiator side, we had Zap, Lace, mm-hmm. and Sunny. Uh, Sunny and Malibu. I think this was both their first and only uh, season on Gladiators. They yes. both bowed out because mm-hmm. I think Sunny didn't have what they were going for. Sunny was I think they injured
0: just... during the semifinal round and oh, he did not that was return. It. Yeah, because
3: yeah, she actually wasn't I, even in this she episode. She
0: wasn't in this episode. She was in the, yeah. the intro. Oh. Yeah. yeah, she yeah. was
3: She was in the intro, but she wasn't in the episode. They brought in Blaze. Yeah. Jade. Um, or Jade. 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 Mm-hmm. That's
1: right. Yep. Okay. Well, good. Thank you for the correction. <laughs> Poor Thanks. Sunny. You know? yeah. Madness. Had so many chances. Uh, and funny thing, Lace was actually the name used twice. Uh, this competitor, or this gladiator, Marissa Pear... Uh, eventually left, and they recast Lace, I guess you could call it recasting, uh, with Natalie Lennox in the fourth season. Mm-hmm. So Lace stuck around, because you can only come up with so many cool-sounding names for your gladiators. Yeah. For,
0: your gladiators for your lady gladiators,
2: certainly. And, you know, single-syllable. They of came up with though. a lot of them. So, some yeah, of the did you get the list,
3: had. too? Yeah, oh, well, because uh, you had Malibu, Lace, Zap. Gemini, which, mm-hmm. that was his... Gemini's thing yeah. was he would be nice and then mean.
2: Yeah. Yeah, all right. That was his thing. So good. He's
1: just dumb.
3: And I don't I, think he kept doing I that. I think him. he eventually dropped that that act, oh, yeah. but he was around forever. Um but Nitro, you've got Bronco was uh mm-hmm. was a gladiator for a short period uh, that's of time. Such a
1: good name.
3: Laser. I um, remember laser. Mm-hmm. Laser was around forever. Uh Titan, mm-hmm. Ice, yes. Thunder, Turbo. Yeah.
2: I remember, I
0: remember Turbo. Like, I, that I remember. one I would have gotten on bar trivia. I would have been like,
3: "Yeah, <laughs> Turbo uh, Tower." Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Tower! I remember him.
3: And I remember Tower because I think he was the only. He was like six six and just. I yeah. mean, huge, huge person. But Viper, Atlas, Cyclone—like these mm-hmm. names are great. <laughs>
1: Havoc. They're perfect.
3: Being one later on.
1: Yeah. Uh, you get bonus points figuring out which four of those are also porn star names. Uh, just go for I it. it. Just write us an email. Of them, and
0: it's not, yes, and probably. they're not necessarily different people. No. <laughs>
2: I'm just saying. Gotta switch <laughs> it up. Yep,
3: Fun little piece brain. of trivia, though, and I, I like this: is there are two, not one, but two gladiators that ended up being in the sequel to Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh snap! All one right. of them we saw. So, Lynn Williams, who played Saber in later seasons of this, was Jax in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. But, in this episode, we saw Darren McBee, Malibu. Mm-hmm. He Malibu. was in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. He, w- he had like a very small part as one of the villains. Hmm. And that's like the Good only other thing I could ever remember him from. It's sad that <laughs> I remember smart. anything about that movie, but that I do. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, look, when, the, what they did to Johnny Cage was just wrong. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> could watch it after that. What they did to that uh, movie was just wrong. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. <laughs> yeah, so good for Malibu. Happy to hear it. Malibu, funny enough, being in only in one season of American Gladiators, when they started talking about the reboot or did the reboot in 2008, Malibu came out as very disappointed. Uh, that they were going to be making a reboot and that it would be hosted by Hulk Hogan, who he didn't find to be an actual competitor on the same level as the Gladiators, because WWE fun, is not the same. Here's a fun <laughs> yeah, okay. fact.
0: Uh, Darren McBee toured on the professional racquetball circuit.
1: <laughs> well, there you
0: Boy. go. This is becoming to... a Darren McBee
1: fan <laughs> <fan-tast. cast>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Listen, with that hair, can you blame us? So I mean... Good.
1: We probably could have got him on here. He actually did a lot of acting. Like a he lot. did,
3: he did. Good for him, like a including reprising his role of Malibu on Tosh .point oh.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> there
1: you <laughs> go. So, he was on he Elvira.
0: Yeah,
1: he was on Elvira. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. And like
0: curb right. your enthusiasm.
1: <laughs> well done, Malibu. Uh-huh. Just because you picked a stupid name, you get a lot of cred. You get to do go play with lots of. Stuff. Let's get that one gladiator with the hair. Uh, Malibu, which is really impractical if you're going to be gladiating, you know, having that much hair. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just not a good idea. I could see that being a liability uh, in when you're doing, you know, joust or whatever. Yeah. Speaking of joust, uh, I know four of the games that were featured on this episode, but you guys might have to help me fill in the remaining ones because I only got to watch half the episode. Sure. Powerball uh, was one of the first ones. That's where you run and you grab the ball and you have to go put it in the tube. While the gladiators are trying to crush you, uh, the whole time. Uh, and one that I loved so much, Brian Hudson deserves a positivity award for this one because he hated every game he played. He oh <laughs> really did. He really. He did. hated <laughs> them all, and it, what he did not hide it is they Nobody interviewed them him. after the fact, where they're sweating and they can't breathe. Like what? what you did some stuff. Like, yeah, I just I hate this game. This game <laughs> is I'm just stupid. Glad it's over. <laughs> I'm just Mm -hmm. glad it's over.
0: My favorite was, I think it was Nancy Petito. And they were like, you know, said something about like asking about like high school sports or whatever. And she said something about like, yeah, I used to play or run track or something. But I don't remember being this out of breath. Mm
3: -hmm. Oh, yeah. That was Tracy.
0: (laughs) Was that Tracy? Yeah. When they were yeah. they were
3: asking her about uh, yeah. about one of them, I don't even remember which one it was. And yeah, saying like track didn't wear her out that much.
0: That's right. Like, well, no, no, in it track was. You I know have, it was Powerball. Yeah, you weren't being chased. Yeah. <laughs> you did somebody by trying to tackle you, large women.
1: Yeah, it's the fear. You know, you got just somebody <laughs> barreling down on you while you're trying. you're not just running to put the balls in as fast as you can. You're being chased by a predator yeah. at the same time, mm-hmm. which and- has a different effect.
3: And in this episode we saw them break part of the set like mm-hmm. Brian yeah. Hudson gets tackled into one of the the scoring cones and it breaks in half. But then it's uh it's when uh Craig comes up to it and he slams the ball down in there and it just falls apart. Yeah. They had to stop oh, yeah. the game to to fix it.
1: Yeah, it, it's it, and he busted his face on it. It's not not what you want. Uh yeah. then we also had Joust Mm-hmm. Which is one of my favorite games because we, we have it at the trampoline park. Uh, they don't call it joust, they just have jousting sticks, and the kids can stand on this little balance beam and hit each other. And if I could find other adults playing, I would love to take somebody out and joust because hitting six year old kids is not as exciting no, as you think. No, they're very squirrely. Yeah, you just, you just win. You're just like, whack! And then parents look mm-hmm. at you, you're like, I don't know. I bought socks, I can compete <laughs> in this game.
2: <laughs> and this was the one though this was the one where I definitely was like oh production value we're not there yet because I definitely remembered the Joust where if you're watching if you watch us, you know you'll see behind Amy what Joust became where he was just on mm-hmm. two pedestals mm-hmm. instead yeah. of just this just barely put together beam <laughs> of them walking across with like so the, I, the beam, I was scared for that Yeah, the beam was interesting because that was a first season version of
3: Joust and mm-hmm. It, it actually would have trap doors on either end of it. If you backed up too far, the oh, trap door oh, would yeah. take you out. And I think that became a bit of a hazard. And that's part of why they switched to the pedestals uh, later on. Plus, the pedestals were a little bit wider because that thing was only like two feet wide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. You, just lose your balance a little bit and you're off. They really want them to be hit with the joust, with the stick. Yep. in order to knock yeah. them off. Nobody wants to watch somebody just fall because they lost their balance holding on. You know. Yeah. And yes, you're right. Trapdoors will doom you if you don't see them coming. <laughs> yes. Like on a good day, you know how when you're taking a step and you forget that there's mm-hmm. one more step down the stairs mm-hmm. and oh, you yeah. just you die inside. <laughs> like it's that's only one foot. Like imagine if you're standing over like you back into a trapdoor, like get all snagged up in there. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And these, these might be gladiators, but, I mean, they're still in their early, like, mid-20s, late, early-30s. You could hurt yourself good being that old. hmm You know? Maybe mm. if you're six, you just get back Maybe up. You're just bouncy. Yeah, they're mm. all yeah. rubber. Yeah. But not when you reach full height and you weigh 300 pounds. It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, next, we had the human cannonball, uh, which is the one you were alluding to earlier, where they had to come in and swing. This, this event, I don't... I don't understand. I don't I don't know if I like it. I understand that they swing in, but it seems to be very biased towards how much you weigh to begin with. Yes. when you start mm-hmm. swinging. And if you can't kick, then you're just kind of using it you're playing Thai kickboxing with your shins, just trying <laughs> to see if you can shove them off the thing. Yeah, but I don't really understand the competitive edge. And hum- do you guys have a the,
3: the the competitive edge? Is your Craig and your two hundred and thirty pounds <laughs> yeah. swinging down there? With, so you're you're swing, you're hitting with the force of like three times your body weight. So Malibu's just nope, I'm um, noping yeah. right out. Yeah, this Versus definitely feels little tiny Tracy who could you know
0: you got to aim like, like a little bit.
2: Well, and this feels okay. like one that was sounded great on paper, and then once they actually got it rigged up and everything, is was like, oh, the gladiators aren't doing much. Okay. Yeah, it kind of oh, yeah. came and went.
3: Like, I remember mm. it through most of the run, but it would be used sparingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Especially after the early versions when they realized, oh, people can't extend their legs because they're just kicking people just in the going face. To of are
1: kill someone. Point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, standards of practices has their rules. Like, <laughs> yeah, ah, we can't watch anybody's head come off on TV. <laughs> no. Uh, then we had assault, which I always loved assault because it felt like the thing that just played to the child in everyone. You're, you're running, you're trying to get behind uh, a wall while they're shooting tennis balls out of a potato cannon Mm -hmm. at you (laughs) and you're trying to hit, it's basically a, a dunking booth, but adult version of a dunking booth because you're trying to shoot this target that will then make the confetti go off. It's like, ah, you got him. But the weaponry is like, what do you get? A rocket launcher, and yes. then mm-hmm. a rifle a thing, yeah. a pistol, and then you, a pipe bomb. I don't know. You just it's run up and slap it. it. The, was the grenade. grenade. Yeah, and yeah.
3: I loved the one person who took the grenade and just ran up right in. I think it was yeah. Tracy right yeah. in she front of like, the thing and mm-hmm. just threw it at it. Like that was mm-hmm. great. Yep.
1: Because you got to get it. Is it a time? I forgot how they scored it's that. Was that. time. Was that time-based? Mm, yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, perfect. Well, just sacrifice your life. But they hide from this like they're hiding from live fire. It's, oh, yeah. I
2: mean, yeah. those tennis balls must be moving. Have you ever you know? been hit
3: by a tennis ball going 100 it's miles
0: an not hour? you good. Uh, uh,
3: it
2: yeah, don't feel it good. it like it would. This is the other one weld. where production value, like I was like, I barely mm-hmm. remember this version. I remember the later versions where it's all like cubed, like places to hide behind and everything you yeah. know you had decent cover but you yes. still had like a window to try and shoot through yeah you instead know of the this thing, kind of yeah, gun things instead
3: of this season where they had charlie brown's christmas tree in the middle of the, <laughs> right? the place and you had to hide behind that
1: here's a pile of uh, driftwood good luck mm-hmm. <laughs> so good yeah the more you talk about it, Audi, the more I realize that I remember your American Gladiators as well. Because you're, mm-hmm. you're bringing back mm-hmm. more visuals, and I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, they did have cubes. Like, it was actually, it's like foam barriers in mm-hmm. different spots. It wasn't just whatever they found in the prop department that night and just threw out there. <laughs> so but is, you got to appreciate that
2: eyes. it must have been so dang popular just with this version to be able to get enough money to make the next version. That went on to be so popular.
3: Yeah, because this was in an equestrian center at Universal Studios Hollywood. And after this season, they got their own arena. They got Mm -hmm. the American Gladiators Arena at Universal Studios Hollywood. And that's where they did the show from then on out. So it was ridiculous. Like this show was ridiculously popular. Yeah,
1: because you could see it had that everyman uh, aspect to it where Mm -hmm. you could sit on your couch. Eating your chips and pretend that you could be that guy yeah. taking on the gladiators. Oh, yeah. Sure, so that, I mean absolutely. That that appeals to people. Everybody wants to feel like they could be that, and they can sit on their couch and yell at that guy. Why didn't he just take a left you know, <laughs> in the maze? Mm-hmm. So you guys are going to have to help me after this because this is the assault was the last thing before the half hour mark. Uh, do you what what happened after that?
3: <laughs> so the next what event was uh, there was breakthrough and conquer. Mm-hmm. Which is okay. Breakthrough was a fifteen yard, um, like basically football length. Yeah, and they had to run up, get to the goal before without the gladiator okay. stopping them. Which yeah, Brian wasn't able to quite get past Gemini, but Craig did because he's almost the same size as Gemini, and basically just ran into him and kept running forward and drug him into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But you did that, and then immediately you had to jump into a wrestling circle and, like, sumo-style wrestle somebody to knock that – they had to try and knock the gladiator (laughs) out Mm -hmm. before they got knocked
0: out. The exercise from – it was the drill from the football coach that's out of ideas. Like, it was just like, I don't even know.
3: And the fun part about it was it got a little chippy because Brian goes and he he doesn't quite make – the end zone, and then he gets into the conquer circle with Nitro, and they start yeah. going at it. And he gets up high on him and flips him out of the circle. And after they land, Nitro like puts both hands on his. He's wearing the the wrestling helmet. And he puts like both hands on the helmet and just shoves him. Yeah, Nitro and walks was, yeah. away. Off. Like there was a there was a, he, and the, the the commentators like, well, I think Nitro might have been a little mad at himself for that. I'm like, no, nah, if you're mad at yourself, you're not pushing your opponent to the ground by their hand. Mm-hmm.
1: Like. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about Nitro later <laughs> on cuz there's some details. But I do Okay, so this was before the half hour. I'd forgotten about this part. So this this okay. did I I did get to see this cuz Nitro kept having the wardrobe malfunction during the yep. <laughs> during the conquer portion where his little thing was falling off his shoulder over and over again yep. having to pull it back on. The costumes were ill-fitting mm. and they I, I, th- and probably th- felt ridiculous. And
2: they I, think Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say they didn't show the women's breakthrough and conquer at all they just gave us nope. the results yeah so
1: yeah oh wow yeah, yeah that's figures. right
2: so i wonder There's if that was timing if that was somebody had a wardrobe malfunction and they couldn't air that you know or if that it was just really
0: boring <laughs> or that, that too yeah. that's my guess <laughs> yeah i did not
1: like this game it, it, like you said amy it was a, it was right? a football drill instructors mm-hmm. random idea let's give this a try uh so after okay now that i remember that one after this one this is uh new territory for me what other games did we have after that
2: i think that was it before we got that to was the it. eliminator yeah because they were just yeah. trading really? back and forth the men's version and the women's version
1: oh okay okay oh, okay gotcha gotcha yeah and the eliminator that was that the the maze with the ball and stuff or are we not that high budget yet we're not that not high, that budget, high yet. budget yet Okay, so the obstacle course bit, not happening so, yet.
2: I I wrote it down specifically for you. So, okay, for this Eliminator, you roll a big ball up a hill and then okay. put it to the side. That was it for the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have to go across a balance beam while they're throwing medicine balls at you. On and starts. then they have what they call the commando ropes, which is just a rope to walk across and one to hold on to. Yeah. And then okay, after that... Yep. You just rope swinged across over a a wall, and then got to what they called the maze, which was just a bunch of the cones set up from, um, <laughs> yeah. What was it? Powerball. Yep. Just use that okay, as a game. and you had to apparently go around them a certain way, but they considered that a maze, quote unquote. Okay, and then well, then
0: you did have a choice at the end, right? You had there a choice were to go two paths at the end, two
2: paths through. A Paper door, and on one side of that paper door was nothing or a gladiator, yeah. So
1: I remember that, and then that was the those end. were, yeah, those. So they, they took basically the same idea of the eliminator, but they just souped it up, oh, yeah, after they got some yeah. money. Because yeah, that's what did. you just described definitely sounds like something yeah. that happens in a high school parking lot during spirit week, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. pretty <laughs> much. Actually, oh, yeah. That is, yes, <laughs> because it's the I perfect description.
0: <laughs> we had this thing in, um, when I was in high school, uh, it was like junior year gym class and it was project adventure
2: and it All was right. a lot of,
0: it was a lot of climbing up walls. I wound up with a bruise on the inside cause it was like the whole class had to get over this like 15 foot wooden wall. And I am not athletic now and I was less athletic then I wound up, um, with a bruise on one leg. And my inner thigh from my knee all the way to the top. Just purple. It was the worst. Mm. We had to like, climb ropes. We had like the commando rope thing. Um, I did over a swamp, um, which I did fall off of. Which was fine because I had <laughs> gym clothes on. Um, but I did not have gym underpants on. And so that oh, was no. a very uncomfortable rest of the day after landing in the swamp. Mm. Um, yeah, I had to climb like a 40-foot tree just... Just had to do it. I hated everything, and they were like, "Then, then, then." It ended with the zip line, and they oh, nice. they weren't going to make you do anything, but you, you know, and and the gym teacher did say to me, "Listen, if you don't do the zip line, someday you'll regret it." I am mm-hmm. forty one years old, and I have never <laughs> once a day in my life regretted <laughs> not doing the zip line. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> So it's
1: amazing I, what they'll tell you to try to get yeah. on I had yeah.
3: forgotten the first season of Eliminator and how how like just rickety it was. Because <laughs> it's short. And short, yeah. Like I remember the later seasons of Eliminators where they had the revert. they had the treadmill, the reverse treadmill at the start, you had to run mm-hmm. up that. And they had the hand bike, which is the thing that I was like, I could never do the hand bike.
1: Like mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. this
3: show was on, I had the upper body strength of Barney Fife. And the hand bike was just <laughs> that would have been my Achilles' heel. Um, yeah. the The later versions had a zip line where they went all the way across the arena, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. This was like, wow, that's it, and it's it was over in like thirty seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. And, and also, and they- it
0: completely altered who won the game, and it was very upsetting. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> they also handled the whole what, how it starts, and what you need differently. Like with this, it was like you need this many points to beat your opponent. Like mm-hmm. in later seasons, instead of needing extra points, you got that as a head start.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember that too.
3: So and so would get five second head mm-hmm. start or a three second head start, and that could make a huge difference when you got to run up that reverse treadmill. Mm-hmm. If you get to start oh, yeah. five seconds before your opponent does, big big difference.
1: Yeah, I I finally remember the reverse treadmill because this this show it it was such a cultural. Thing you know, it was such a big deal when it was happening that Family Matters famously yeah. went on American Gladiators when Steve and Carl mm-hmm. went up against each other, uh, and I remember them trying to get up the treadmill, and it was all played for comedy at that time. I mean,
0: it's still such a touchstone because the um, there's an episode of Bob's Burgers where um, Bob and Louise are gonna watch. Basically, I mean, it's not American Gladiators, but it is American Gladiators, and they're going to watch a marathon, and that's, like, their whole thing. Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's interesting to me, like, as big of a deal as this was, and as much as Americans are into American Ninja, like, we love that show. Yeah. You know, you like seeing people achieve. You like watching people in, in cases like this. But the 2008 reboot of this didn't fare well. It didn't do a great job. Uh, no one wanted it and they've been trying to reboot it ever since Uh, at one point even Seth Rogen was attached as a producer on American Gladiators to try and get it off the ground they cannot do it they have not brought it back successfully Um, which is weird I feel like maybe we just don't have the appetite for it that we used to maybe it's too much
0: I mean maybe big
1: muscles aren't our thing anymore
0: and here's the difference right is so like Ninja Warrior it's it's all of the competitors versus the course.
1: Sure, yeah. yeah. Like
0: they could theoretically all win. Yeah. Theoretically. Um sure. and so I think like, you know, I think a lot of the better competition shows, even though it is a competition with other contestants, your real focus is you're against whatever the challenge is. And American Gladiator does not follow that format.
1: Sure. If you get lucky and you're against the gladiator that's off his game that day, you automatically have an advantage yeah. over the person that got the gladiator that's, like, roided up. And speaking mm-hmm. of being roided up, uh, yeah. I did look this up because I said, these guys, oh, yeah. these ladies, they're huge for people. Like, mm-hmm. there's certain mm-hmm. things you you can get very fit. You can, Brian Hudson, not an unfit competitor by sure. any stretch, but also not Nitro. So nitro released a book uh i forgot to get the date on it but called gladiator it was a memoir uh believe it or not steroid abuse a thing uh in the <laughs> late 80s imagine early that. 90s yeah i know it's there hard to imagine. of my
0: brother from that time and <laughs> <laughs> he was a puffy puffy man
1: yeah it was <laughs> the thing
0: unfortunate
1: so they they would often use steroids to stay bulked up and stay in the game and Uh, I learned a lot about steroid use from this article in Men's Health written by uh, Nitro, a.k.a. Dan Clark, uh, who suffers from all kinds of fallout from his continued steroid use during the thing. They would do steroids, and they'd have a certain thing, and the doctor would be like, oh, yeah, just stay on it. It's no big deal. You stay on the steroids for a year, and then we'll switch you up to keep your body moving and and keep it conditioned. And eventually, your body just stops making testosterone. Your Mm -hmm. endocrine system gets thrashed. Yep. And he's like, I'm on a lot of drugs. <laughs> just <to keep> <laughs> and uh was, you know ha- oh go ahead, Amy. No, I
0: was just gonna say he was in Death Becomes Her, which is wild to me. Was he really? Yeah. <laughs> Holy
1: cow. That's amazing. So just talking about that movie like last week. It's weird that how that movie. happens. Uh but yeah, he uh he was he was evidently one of the ones that was uh struggled a lot through the, the steroid era of how everything works but now i mean it's it i don't guess it's talked about as much maybe we understand more about how maybe the quick gain isn't worth it um Mm -hmm. but he did say the roid rage was real which made me think i wonder if he's pretty upset at old brian Mm -hmm. hudson after after the the uh the conquer portion of the breakthrough and conquer series where he pushed him in the head like maybe he's look because he said that you could just stand there talking to somebody, have an argument, and all of a sudden you're trying to pick them off off their feet and throw mm. them on the ground. He's like, yeah. it's the real thing." And he said, anyone who's on steroids and doesn't and tells you it's not real is a liar but well, I mean <laughs> you saw
2: the difference in his personality at the end of the game when they you know have everybody on the pedestals and stuff, and he's just mm-hmm. standing there next to Brian, patting him on the back, like, "Hey, buddy, this is yeah. great, you know, but like yeah. when he took him down in uh, Conqueror, he was like, that wasn't great. Oh. No, no,
1: it's it's interesting. It's just a complete behavior behavioral uh, switch flip. When mm-hmm. you're in the competition, you got to be aggressive, and they train to be aggressive. Then uh, when you get out of it, you can be. Uh, it's all cool. We're all
3: good. And I think. I fun. think too. Part of the reason that that American Gladiators itself kind of died out and eventually didn't really continue was the combination of other competitions like Ninja Warrior and stuff like that, as we talked about, but also the rise of uh, professional wrestling was at that same time. Like WWF and WCW were were in their Monday Night Wars and started hitting like peak times as American Gladiators was falling off. And you were getting the types of like, because really if you think about it, these Gladiators are pro wrestlers. They're pro wrestlers. They just don't have a scripted outcome of what's going to happen uh, to their events. But that's what they are. And so yeah. if you can get that but a better presentation of it um right. in wrestling then they're going to people are going to go there and that I think really yep. took over and that's part of I I believe why the revamped version didn't really take off because if there was a UK Gladiators TV series that ran for a lot longer in the sort of same era as the redone um American Gladiators they love wrestling over there too and so yeah. The, the, it was just a better market for it. And I think combination of that was also right as all the stuff with Hulk Hogan was starting to come out and he was a big part of that show. Mm-hmm. Um so it kind of died on the vine. But I really think that pro wrestling just kind of took over what pro wrestling was around during American Gladiators, obviously, but there was
1: Yeah.
3: It just got better and better and the presentation of it got better and it sort of took over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the '96 to '98, '99 era was when I was watching WWF at the yep. time and WCW. That was it was it was everywhere. Yeah. Every mid mall kiosk had Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin T shirts. Oh yeah, you know, yes. and everyone knew what it was. It was a definitely the definitely the pearl clutching moment of the mid '90s for a lot of folks. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you see what they're doing on the TV? <laughs> uh, it was pretty pretty crazy um, Other games that we had During American Gladiators And I, I'm just going to breeze through these You can tell me if you remember any of them that you enjoyed a lot Pyramid, Hang Tough Whiplash Tug of War Gauntlet, Snapback The Wall And Sky Track the I don't wall. remember any of these names The Wall is the, the wall. one that
3: I definitely remember Because it was a climbing wall like you can go to now Right, but mm-hmm. they would have a head start, and then a gladiator would chase them mm. up the wall, <laughs> oh, and and would try to grab them and pull them off the wall before they could reach the top of it. That
1: would be Which, terrifying. It would be terrifying. Oh, yeah. Like I don't even like it when my son chases me down the hallway at home. Like I can't imagine <laughs> a, the bulky
3: Yeah, just think about that, Stephen. You're
1: you're climbing up that
3: wall, and uh, nitro's after you.
2: No, big, oh, bulky, roid, ragey,
3: nitro is coming at you. He's, you're you're mm-hmm. done. Just
2: imagine man. him.
1: He's just <laughs> punching holes into the climbing wall. He doesn't <laughs> even need handholds. He's just, ah, you're like up a spider. there.
3: You're up there hanging on like a scared cat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would not be okay. I'd fall so fast just freaking out trying to grab the handholds. It would be terrible. So I uh, thought uh, there's
2: a actual, the official American Gladiators YouTube channel is up there and it's got some episodes, some just events. So like I remember I went and watched some of these and stuff like the Atlasphere where you're in a big ball trying to do stuff running around. Atlasphere yes. was so good too. Oh my god. Really? That gosh.
1: was the one I was thinking of that I was hoping I would see cuz you're in a hamster ball trying yep. to chase, chase
3: each <laughs> mm-hmm. other around and you had to it you had awesome. to roll onto a scoring pedestal. They had like two or three of them and when you if you settled into it just right, it would it would fire like smoke like yes. a CO2 canister would go off inside the middle of the hamster ball you were in, and then you'd take <laughs> off running again.
2: Yes, it was
1: so great. So August in the chat, he said Assault was his favorite. Uh, I think Assault was my favorite, too, because it was something that you could replicate on the playground yes. uh, to some degree. that You could do with your friends, and it, was, it, it made sense, especially if you were you know between the ages of 5 and 11. <laughs> at this time, and mm-hmm. that was actually a piece of feedback we got. I'm going to spoil a little bit of fan feedback. Uh, but Phil, a uh, f- friend over at the botched uh, botched podcast, said we used to play the assault game on the playground. Some be in the tower with tennis balls, chucking them at kids trying to get to the tower. So it's easy to replicate yep. and get out mm-hmm. there and play. So I think that's why assault was so fun uh, for all that's of us okay. uh, back then. Yeah, that was just so great. And I remember playing this Nintendo game. Yep. As well, I don't remember if you guys had the American Gladiators wow. Nintendo game. It was, I amazing. remember
3: renting that game a couple of times. I never oh, owned yeah. it, but I rented it. Yeah, I think right. I rented it too. <laughs> yeah, it very, I didn't very very own it either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was hard. Like, I remember they had the sky, the, the hand bicycle. Maybe that was what Skytrack was, where you had to get across the thing with mm-hmm. your arms. Uh, and I remember you had to alternate A and B or something to make it go. And we would <laughs> yeah. always lose. We could never get the timing right so that you would actually go across the sky, track. That's yeah. when you put the controller on the floor and to... just
2: alternate fingers. You just, yes. Yeah,
1: you just tap it. Like the old track meet pad. Oh, yeah. And the then mm-hmm. you get Tower on the floor and all. just bang yeah. on it. And yep. then long yeah. jump, you just lift your hands off and mm-hmm. see how far you can go before you yeah. put them back down. Yeah. That was the best. Oh, I memories. didn't have it,
0: but my best friend Doug did. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, we did that a lot.
1: Oh, when I was okay. 11, I sold mine to a kid in the neighborhood like an idiot for $10. <laughs> so,
3: SkyTrack, according to Wikipedia, in the version of SkyTrack played in the original series, the contenders and a gladiator raced each other on an inverted Velcro-covered track yeah. using their hands and feet covered in Velcro. Oh, gosh,
1: that's amazing. Where they
3: would They would move down to the opposite end, hit an actuator, and then turn around and head back to the start-finish line
2: definitely I'm watched a version standing. of this and they were like <laughs> like yes you're hanging upside down facing up towards the track that you're having to use <laughs> with velcro with
3: velcro that is uh uh-huh. phenomenal
1: oh man okay there was a lot of cocaine involved in these planning sessions <laughs> <laughs> this
2: you episode think co- sponsored
0: by velcro <laughs>
1: you think velcro would hold a human being i don't know enough velcro could you ever see those things
0: where they like, it's like a trampoline? Like you put on the suit, and there's oh, like a wall, yeah. and you go and oh, yeah. jump yeah. on the trampoline mm-hmm. and stick to the wall. It's <laughs> yes. kind of like that, just oh, just, just up to down. S- that was yeah. that was
3: my favorite. Uh, that was my favorite thing in Takeshi's Castle slash Mxc was when they'd swing out on the rope and then try to try to <laughs> stick to the wall <laughs> or fall into the pit. that, yeah. was, that one was always fun.
1: A, see, there's just, I think there's room for shows like this to still exist. It's yes. just, well, that's the thing, they is they got taken over. Bonkers. yeah. It, it,
3: that's the other part, is a show like this got taken over by Wipeout, or Takeshi's Castle. We started getting
0: stuff from Japan, and yeah. yes. they were doing it at a pro level. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like we are like, you know ja- what, this is just good. It's yeah. just quality television. T-
3: t- uh, beat Takeshi was over there like, oh, American Gladiators, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's what I've
1: got. One of, one of my favorite Japanese games that I've seen is they have all these walls coming at the contestants with the bodies in different yeah, shapes, and yeah. shapes, and they have to like move their mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. into the same shape. <laughs> like this and then they, but if it just so goes nice. wrong, they
0: just slowly just pushing. The push.
3: Push.
1: Mm-hmm. There was a version of that in the U.S. Incredible. Believe it or not. Yeah, Are you yeah. Serious? there's a U.S. version oh, of that scary. show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is so a or Something like that. Yeah. I think it was called Cut Out. Um, so, coming to the end of this, I thought it was really cool and timely that we were doing American Gladiators and game shows when we are. Because on April 21st, 2023, which was like two weeks, ago, a week and a half ago. The ESPN announced a 30 for 30 documentary on American Gladiators nice. uh, that will, be pr- will premiere May 30th through thir- and 31st on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. Nice. Uh, so if, you're, if you are into American Gladiators, you want to learn more about the phenomenon that it was, because it's what it was. <laughs> came out of nowhere and we were all like, what? I'm in. Uh, 30 I, for 30 does good work.
3: I can't stress enough how popular this was in the early 90s. Like Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. we talk a lot about shows that were really popular and a lot of these shows that we've covered have been.
1: Yeah.
3: But this was like a, I mean, this was a cultural touchstone of the time. Like you, you either loved the show and watched it religiously and like cared a lot about who was going to win it. Or, you know, you were like Amy and you didn't really care because it wasn't your bag, Mm -hmm. but like people that liked the show (laughs) loved it. And if you didn't watch it, you still knew of it.
1: It was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was a watercolor conversa- water cooler conversation at work, oh, absolutely. you know, after mm-hmm. it aired. Yeah. Did you to watch st- American Gladiators last night?
3: Yeah, <laughs> and it basically got started as like a state fair thing mm-hmm. and just grew from that. Because I think it started somewhere yeah. in, I want to say it was Pennsylvania or wherever. And That's incredible. the guy had an idea and sold it to a television company and boom, it was a whole franchise and they, they had them all over the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing
1: yeah blew up it it was it was so fun like going back and watching this show had me like we've talked about this before like i could i was in my house as my house was in 1990 through 91 sitting on the floor my dad's in his chair smoking a cigarette. My mom's sitting there. We're all watching American <laughs> Gladiators together. That's why I could smell this show. I could smell it in the carpet <laughs> and the the tobacco. Mm-hmm. I could, and it was on the the wooden TV because TVs oh, were yeah. so big they had to look yep. like furniture. Yep. I just remember it so fondly, and it's a, you know a joke about the smoke and everything, but it's endearing to me. It's like when I drive through the country and I smell a chicken house. I'm like, huh, I'm home. Let's yep. smell that. <laughs> That's what homes Adi knows what I'm talking about. Unfortunately but, I but, do. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but uh it was an absolute joy. So how did you guys um fare watching this? Did it bring you back to a to a time? Amy, how about you?
0: It it was phenomenal. Um I'm actually like I'm perfectly happy with the low production value version. <laughs> um I'm I was like, yes, this is phenomenal. This is like Something that you would like literally all of it was something that you would make up on the playground. But just <laughs> large, large people. Yeah.
1: It yep. was great. <laughs> Travis.
3: Oh, I I loved it. I loved every second of it. Whether it's the this version or and look, we say higher production value. That's a that's a relative <laughs> term. Like it's yeah. still everything's made out of, you know, press board and uh and some paint. Um but <laughs> But I I loved this growing up, and it's it's just as silly as it was back then. And I knew how silly it was as a kid, but I still was so invested in it and, like, just edge of my seat waiting to see who would win the Eliminator. So, yeah, I totally dug this.
2: Yeah, how about you, Audie Same. It was fun just going back and watching it and, and um, you know, seeing where it came from from the first season and then... Like I said, I watched some more on YouTube, so I was like, okay, there we go. That's what I remember. All those squares and everything and Mm -hmm. all the different, you know, weapons you could do with assault and try to hit the Gladiator. And, yeah, I got the Gladiator. Oh, he got smoked by the Gladiator. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so good. And uh,
1: feedback we had another piece from, from Og, who's in the chat. Uh so that's one of those shows that helps to define how old you are. Back then I would argue with friends, I think I could do well on that show. Now something like that would have me saying, I wouldn't last seven seconds on that show, it would probably pull something. Yep. Hundred mm-hmm. <laughs> percent. Absolutely. Yep. I could we, not we, do it.
3: We also got feedback on Twitter um Ooh. from Jay Funktastic, who said, I have great memories of watching American Gladiators with my aunt as
1: we ate mustard sandwiches. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man, I used to take a mustard sandwich for lunch at school in fifth grade all the time. Me and Jay Funktastic, we know what's up. Get on the mustard sandwich bandwagon, I'm telling you. Also, no you know... No nutritional value.
3: No, but you you yeah. know people that watched American Gladiators because they know what a Pugil stick is. Like, you can say that, and you, you immediately know it's it's the giant Q-tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Pugil stick. I did not know that's what it was called. That did not stick in my head, but that's really good. That's really good. So that was American Gladiators. That was our, our trip down uh, down memory lane with that. Now, next week, uh, Amy is going to be bringing us the show. But before we talk about Amy, we've got to talk about the fact that there will be a poll. Because we're going to put yes. one up for the yes. next theme on the Twitter. We won't forget. Uh, we yeah. won't forget. Now, we Maybe. did forget to pick our theme ideas before tonight's episode. Yeah. But never mind that. That's not important, What's What's key is that you'll be able to vote on it before next episode, yes. which Amy will host. Amy, yeah. what show are we gonna watch next week?
0: All right, so I'm wrapping it up. I'm, I'm kind of there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of all the shows that we've talked about into this show. And Stephen, if you think being chased up a wall, a climbing wall by a gladiator is scary, I'm saying that what I'm bringing to the table has something even scarier. In that it did scar children. <laughs> we are watching. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: Uh, This is the show that um, I simultaneously thought I would be great at and also (laughs) would not have made it through the intro. So um, (laughs) we are. uh, It's available on Paramount Plus um, and probably some shadier places also. Um, The one we are going to specifically watch is Season 3, Episode 16, which is also numbered weirdly sometimes, episode 96, it is the golden spiderweb of Robert mm. the Bruce. Oh, um, snap. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I
1: remember. Th- oh, man, this is going to be great. I'm yeah. so excited about yeah. Legends of the Hidden Temple. That would be great. Also, if you are not paying attention to the art for every episode, you should be. <laughs> this because one in particular. Adi- has been crushing it, and this one in particular, so I have shown everyone. Uh, with the tagline, "Audie's open for commissions," you know, uh, <laughs> out there, I'm like, please. Audie's oh. art for this was amazing. We're all drawn as gladiators, and We're I am so very shiny. flattered. We talked about it like oily a
2: few weeks ago after recording, and Steven was contemplating it. and It's like. Is American Gladiators game like? Can we do that? And we were like, yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, if you pick it, I am drawing us as gladiators. It's <laughs> so and good. It's the it's,
3: it's so the little good. details yeah. that that set it off, like that put it to the next level. steven has got dorks on the belt, yeah, yeah, and his yeah. hat, yeah, um, and two stars oh, above dorks on purpose.
1: Yep. Yes, that was good.
3: That was and good. we're all we're all greased oh, up and so shiny. shiny. It's amazing. It's very
1: good. <laughs> it's fantastic Uh August, <laughs> It's on the Twitter If you go to com Slash Those days show uh, I think It gets I think we get put, We post it every week Right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep yeah, yeah. yeah So that's where That's where you will find it I think the only uh, thing is
2: I tried not to have our Outfits quite as skimpy As the gladiators actually are Yeah
1: No But I'm proud of I my thighs I appreciate that And that art And yeah. I choose to see myself That way Um <laughs> <laughs> All the muscles mm-hmm. It was just great Definitely Uh Thank you all so much for joining us in the chat. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for your feedback. That is always huge. We'd love to get that from you. Uh, ahead of next week's show. If you have feedback on Legends of the Hidden Temple, which I know you do. Come I know on that you've
0: now. got a team that you would have wanted to be on. Oh, please yeah. tell Everybody. us. hmm oh,
1: hmm
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Uh, you can send that to us at those were the days show at gmail.com. Uh or if you're into the Twitter, Twitter uh, you can send it to us at those days show on Twitter, or if you're in Discord, tudorksnet slash Discord. Feel free to post your thoughts into Those Were The Days channel. We would love to read them there. Uh, but until next week, uh, stay strong. Uh, don't roid rage on anybody. And we'll see you uh, for myself, for Amy, for Travis, for Adi. We'll see you next time on Those Were The Days.